Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week, once again, Mid-Flight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates. Heaps normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get on to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty-free at checkout and... Uh, get free shipping all around Australia. One of theirs has won an award. And I've got a new one, another lager. Non-alcoholic, good shit. Get a minya. Heggy and I have sore livers for, from the last weekend yeah. in Sydney. So I'm on heaps normal all this week in yeah. Adelaide. I'm having it instead of water. The water yeah. is terrible. Yeah. So um, that's why the beer here is terrible. Yeah. It's because the water's terrible. Well, I heard, heard a bit of news this week that juice cleansers are bad. So I'm getting on a heaps normal cleanse. No no solids. Yep. Just heaps normal all the live long day. All natural. <laughs> Get them in ya. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How you going, mate? Mate, great. Another day, another state. Just oh, hanging out with one another. Yeah. Of all the apartments in all of Adelaide, I've booked one with fucking you in it. <laughs> what are the odds? Couldn't believe it. At least it's not a twin. <laughs> It's, yeah, uh, like when we're in Perth that time. Yeah. Mate, who cares? A couple of beds. We're just sleeping there. Yeah. Rock up to Perth, Mark McGowan, automatic three-day shutdown for all of Perth. Yep. Mate, how good was that Uber Eats though when we were there? We just ordered that uh, that side door barbecue yeah, man. and had about three slabs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still sweating. That was last May. Um, Man, fresh off the live show in Sydney, which we're about to play some of. Yeah. Uh, I thought it went pretty well. I don't remember all oh, of it. What a live show. Again, Sydney, Sydney really, um, they're great. They're a great crowd. We've always said this. It's hard, it's hard to get people in Sydney to groan at anything. Mm. It's not like my fair city of Melbourne. Yeah. G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Blog. A uh, little bit harder in Sydney, but we got it done oh, yeah. this week with uh, the most, I believe, uh, highly requested topic. Yes. All, the, uh, all about the flight from hell, mm. WWF slash WWE. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Situation. Also, uh, like fresh off, fresh in the news is the uh, the death of Shane Warne. SK Warne. means. Rest in uh, peace. Is anyone happy about SK Warne dying? And we did have just a, um, a Land Larrikins episode come out on the day, on that Friday, uh, about the grubbiest 11 team of all time, and SK featured in that. Um, More for his Larrikin stuff. 
Well, the others in there, there were murderers and yeah, there were shit blokes. Warney just had a gold Nike tick earring. Oh, <laughs> living his best life, eating the fucking lasagna sandwiches, which I'm yeah. having one of this week. Lasagna sandwich. <laughs> oh lasagna man. Sandwich. Oh, someone's going to open a business called the SK uh, Lasagna Sandwich Shop or something. <laughs> just Vegemite on toast and lasagna sandwiches. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. <laughs> um. Yeah, Adelaide Fringe this week. My uh, my show starting. Uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday. My show starting tonight. Yeah, first of the new show. A little bit fucking reticent to start that. Mate, off if it helps, my show Classic Cody starting tonight. It's the best of the last five years. Yeah, and I am fine. also rusty. Ah, it's gonna be autopilot so, after five minutes. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just need a maybe eight to ten pints. Get the, back in that mind frame. The rabid fans of of. Uh, of commercial radio and commercial television and commercials on commercial television for oh, yeah. Jeffrey Thing Must Go Cody will get you through. Mate, you, you might not be able it. to hear yourself. You may have seen it this week. Oh, it's yeah. out. Mm. My ad that the face of the uh, of the coffee club. Yeah. Any blowback <laughs> on the first day? Nah. None. I don't think so. No bullshit yet. Try not to look into it. Oh, I'll, I'll better spread it around. I've been a bit busy. <laughs> I'll get Conrad to knock up a oh, few no, little somebody, videos. Some, a listener of the podcast did send me um, a thing off their Instagram page and just said, this is a bit serious. It's just me smiling. Oh, the right. The counter of a coffee club. Oh, I've got a couple of still shots off the, mm. um, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> off the pre-production grabs I haven't put out yet, so I'll get them out. Mate, I just think all rules are off in a pandemic. You know, it's the tail end of the pandemic. Do what you've got to do. Man, all rules are off when you're taking big cash for an ad anytime. <laughs> it gives a fuck. I say pandemic. By pandemic, I mean adulthood. Yeah. Just get it. <laughs> well, the audacity, and this has happened, where righteous comedians will tell another, in all seriousness, not to do something because it's selling out. Mm. Imagine doing that to an Australian comedian, actually saying you shouldn't do that sort of ad because it's against my principles. Mm. I'd fucking punch them. Oh, man. I Well, one of the benefits of being on Breakfast Radio, there are TVs in studios. Mm. And I see a lot of underground king type comedians on bank ads, which is always ah, my favourite. Yeah. Way to see. stick it to the man. You've got to be careful yeah. if you stick it to the man too much. When push comes to rent. <laughs> <laughs> the great conundrum, isn't it? <laughs> no, not really. You can't be a good yes. artist if you, if you can't stay alive. No conundrum. You around then? Yep. <laughs> 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 um, mate, Adelaide, though, I'm looking forward to it. We're back. Fringe Festival is on. Mm. Um, Sunshine. Should be good. We're all down at the Rhino Room, except we've got a live show, Mid-Flight Brawl, this weekend at the Belgian Beer Cafe. Saturday at about, is it midday? Yes, yeah, midday. It's midday kickoff. Midday brawl. Um, Fuck yeah. Belgian Beer Cafe, get down on it if you're in Adelaide here yep. for the Fringe to check out some miscellaneous uh, action. Get on a mid-flight brawl for some mainstream comedy. Ooh, we'll yeah. See. I don't know. Not that mainstream. Um, Gold Coast, we have postponed. For we anyone. have postponed until later in the year. I've had to go back to Melbourne early, unfortunately. So we'll uh, we'll change the date on that one. But Adelaide's on sale. Canberra's moving well. Then we don't have anything until, at the minute, uh, Hobart and Launceston in July, yeah. I believe. Sweet. 15 and 16 of July. So get on midflightbrawl.com or at midflightbrawl on Instagram. All the dates are on there. LukeHeggie.com for all Heggies. Live shows coming up, nickcody.com.au for mine. 
Um, Melbourne, I, we may add one during the comedy festival, but we just add one there in January. Yeah, you know? see how we go. It's going to be busy there. Might have to do our other idea, mid-flight crawl. Oh, mid-flight crawl I'd do. It's, Let's um, do a mid-flight crawl. No yeah, show okay. attached. All right. Mid-flight crawl, should we explain it? <laughs> well, the time I would spend researching an episode, I'll just spend drinking it, the nugget, the clocks and the stranger. Yeah, and then there, oh, there may be one other one. Oh, there'll be others. Yeah. We yeah. might do it last Sunday, maybe. Oh, no, <laughs> last Saturday. We'll figure out a day. Mid, After shows. Mid-flight mid crawl. Three of the best <laughs> pubs the world has to offer. Back to back to back. Get amongst it. Anyway, this is a All massive right. two-parter episode. This was a huge live show. Thanks to everybody that came out uh, to see us at the Potts Point Hotel in Sydney. I will say this. Afterwards, we went to the comedy store mm. uh, next to the SCG where Mardi Gras now is. Yeah. Mardi Gras is looking a bit straight and boring. People are lining up with tickets and stuff. Yeah. Not really sticking to the man, is it? No. They were gone by the time we came out. Yeah. They all had to clear out. Probably some suburban judge living nearby made them shut it down. Some Alan Jones type <laughs> said, no, I'm not having that. Too noisy. It's after 11. <laughs> shut them down. Go Sydney. Not since the games have we had freedom there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was a bit straight-laced yeah. for, for what it is. I don't I know. The few times I've been in Sydney in the past when Mardi Gras on, Oxford Street oh, has man. been fucking yeah. all, loose, loose. Yeah. I just standing in line and COVID check-ins and stuff. Yuckaroo. Anyway, All right. whatever you did last weekend, hope you had fun. R.I.P. SKW. Enjoy <laughs> the big episode. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the this crash talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the door. Welcome, fuck, I fucked it already. Welcome to mid-flight brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke. Okay, thanks very much for coming out to the Sydney, to the uh, Potts Point Hotel, no less, in Sydney. Um, bumper episode this week. Ripper. Uh, could go over time. I hope you put your parking coins in. <laughs> anyway, pretty good. Um, no, I know we're all here for a ripping day, but... Uh, oh. <laughs> wow. I don't know how everybody else found out the very sad news from overnight. I found out, like maybe a lot of you did, from the hardest-hitting journalist in Australia that lets us know when all celebrities pass on, and that was Luke Heggie's Twitter account. <laughs> R.I.P. Shane Warne, gone too soon. No words, except for these. We just finished a Patreon-only episode of Midflight Brawl on cricket. Get around it. Makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, uh, he's on already. Wow. Yeah, I mean, f- devastating. Um, I, I, uh, 
this, this it's really this knocked all the other news off the front page, though, isn't it? Which is nice, some yeah. fucking effort. That's <laughs> there's, there's literally Europe's largest nuclear reactor on fire. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. This bloke was pretty good at spin ages ago. Fuck off. <laughs> that's, over, that's an over there problem. We're here. Where Just, Warnie I mean, lives. I've said this before and I'll say it again. Don't go anywhere near a villa. Anything that's called a villa. <laughs> no way. Especially with four guests. Of, mm. I don't know. What are you um, suggesting? A lot of ingredients there for a bad time. Um, well, hold on. It was a allegedly. villa. Four guests. Warnie. In Koh Samui, Thailand. <laughs> Man. Um, I fucking hate when somebody steals the way I want to die. You know? I don't know, man. Now it's going to be hack when I go like that soon. Yeah. Now there's time. Um, By the way, <laughs> still, still got the earring hole, got the earrings in grade two, the fake Diamante and the Nike tick for warning. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was somehow sadder than the announcement of his yeah, death. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, we, we're going to kick on. We're going to kick on with the episode because very uh, heggy, a fair very heggy that. Well, I mean, more importantly than like not more like in other news this week. Um, I, don't, I don't know if any of you people were coming, but I had to cancel a show, and that was fucking devastating. I, I, I had this. I, mm. I was filming a show at the Metro, as you know, and uh, yeah. there's a bit of drizzle. I so went on TV, man, to promote it. Oh yeah, I know, and oh yeah, and there was. A, yeah, now I feel that down. Because I know all of the viewers of the project would be fans of Luke Heggie. Oh. I mean, I don't think I'll ever be allowed on there again, but if I am, I'll plug something of yours. <laughs> Man, um, neither will I. <laughs> yeah. After anyway. sneaking a more chilli in. Oh, well. <laughs> Had to be done. Anyway, it's rescheduled to the 15th. If anyone's interested, come along. Uh, code word Porky for the listeners at home if you want to get a ticket a bit cheaper. Um... <laughs> Always be closing. Um, anyway, this this incident, pretty big news this week. Pretty big bumper. It's, it's quite, been quite sort of requested. This um, I don't know if you can cast your mind back to uh, May five two thousand two. Yeah. And there was a special seven hour flight from Britain to USA. That's how they said it. Britain to USA. <laughs> Clearly, so, they just say Britain. Yanks wrote um, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a four-day European tour taking in Cologne, Germany, Scotland, and finally a pay-per-view event in London that sold out in 21 minutes. Wrestling, obviously. They had their own sports jet 757 equipped with an open bar. Your mate. Woo! <laughs> open bars, are, for me, open bar. Like, if I can drink more than's in my bank account, I'll die. I don't know... <laughs> Open bars are like no. such a fucking bogan thing to love. Yeah. The other thing, oh. though, open bar always has an asterisk. Oh, yeah. It's never anything you can fucking see you can drink. <laughs> yeah. Open bar, get in there. Those warm crownies, they're all yours. Yeah. <laughs> can I have a cold one? Nah, not listed um, on the open bar. This, um, this incident, though, is, is, it's been labelled the plane ride from hell. Uh, often known in wrestling circles, and it was an event that happened straight after 2002's Insurrection, which is uh, Insurrection on the tail end of an era of people putting X's into their business names in an attempt to be cool. Started with Xerox, 
And then uh, every bastard replaces letters, letters with X's. And it's, it's cringing as a, like a three for an E for me. Like, oh, <laughs> not having that. But that, this is... This You're not is, a fan of uh, personalised licence plate language? No. Oh, fair but enough. Especially when there's a three for an E. Um, there's people... These people well, that H3GG13 licence plate I bought for you... <laughs> Gonna have to take that back. <laughs> um, there's a there's a lot of heads on this uh, who you know these people shouldn't really be allowed in the same enclosed space. We did it to bikies. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but they weren't allowed to be more than three or something. Mm-hmm. Bikies, these people, whatever. Which what? they'd be able to just get by if they just took off their vest with all the pictures on it. Can't. Nobody would just, know. Yeah, it's a pride thing. <laughs> um, like besides jail, though, you don't really see a conglomerate of fucking grubs like this anywhere. On often. a plane, anyway. Jetstar has started flying back to Bali. So yeah, but but unlikely you'd see people of this caliber all mm. f- on that. Like mm. it's fucking amazing. Um, I mean, this is who was on it. They had a. Um, I mean, they had a weather delay too from, Con- from out of Connecticut. Said, "Oh, don't, don't fly just yet because it's bad weather." So a bit like my show had to cancel recently because of. Uh, oh yeah. Clouds opened up for two minutes and they said, no, I can't handle it. Sydney's going to flood, didn't it? Um, like a rainbow Fading in the twinkling of an eye <laughs> Gone too soon You say, you say punters are sick of that. I'm fucking so sick of that. That's a, it's so bad. Um, Should have done your show then. <laughs> So this, this plane ride, the, the private, it was, it was fully chartered, um, 747. Well, they went through three full carts of booze because they had to sit on the tarmac for seven hours mm. waiting for the weather to be better where they're going. That's never been done. According to the FAA, they said, we've yeah. never gotten through one full cart. This was three. Yeah. Full carts of booze. Had to get them. Anyway. That's a bad time. It's like when you go to your neighbour's place. You got any sugar? I'm out. When you have to go knock on another plane door, uh, can we borrow your booze cart? Yeah. <laughs> We're out. <laughs> it's all wrestlers. Um, round the grounds, this is who was on it. it was uh, I, don't, I have no idea who these people are, but John Layfield, JBL. Uh, this bloke, technically no arrests and convictions, but an entire segment on his Wikipedia page devoted fully to bullying and hazing. <laughs> Just like a... It's, it's called and bullying ge- and hazing. And it's, I'm, it's, I'm guessing that's bigger than the education tab. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Not bigger than the children tab. Um, it's just a just an unapologetic locker room thug, and he, he plays a pretty good part in this. Uh, second up, there's a fair few. I'm just going to brush over them quickly. We'll get back to them later. Michael Hayes, uh, known in wrestling circles as PS, self another self nickname bloke. Mm. Purely sexy was his. Stage name, and that was your favourite wrestler. I remember uh, you telling me once. Um, <laughs> no, it's weird. I spoke to you about it. You've never watched wrestling, have you? Never seen a frame. Why? Different age time. Why? For I think it's because when you were, well, when you were young, it was black and white. It was Georgie Animal Steel, or you know what I mean. I don't even know what you're talking about. Just a man about biting a turnbuckle. <laughs> we had all the cool shit Late 80s, early 90s Up yeah, until yeah. late 90s My my parents, I'm amazed They'd let me sit in front of the TV Because I couldn't imagine When my son gets to 10 Going, what are you watching there, mate? Oh, a bunch of coked up steroid users Fuck yeah, get in yeah, yeah, yeah. Have fun, try the moves on your mates 
I just let it go. Oh, I kind of I knew of it because some fuckheads at school used to talk about it or something. But I yeah. briefly on my way past, and I wouldn't, you know. In between in between head flushes, they'd tell me a wrestling fact. <laughs> Um, anyway, your mate, purely sexy, Michael Hayes. Um, giving yourself a nickname, that's always fraught with danger, but even if you didn't give himself this one, surely most men are safe. Sorry, I don't, you know, I'm not having that. Yeah. Like, you'd nip that before it sticks. And that's um, come from Luke the Big Dog Heggy. Um, especially, especially if you're big enough to just bash people who use it. Like, yeah. f- you know, he, that's his choice. Do you know how big um, you have to be to scare people as a bloke and you've got a ponytail? Fuck. Yeah. You've got to be massive. Ponytails are never... Like, it's never a middling bloke who's got one. Like, it's... You know the types. It's, it's, it's these ones and those ones. So, on average, they're like yeah. you and me, but they're not. Yeah. There's, you know... Um, Steroids or Mountain Dew. They're the two. Yeah, yeah. You're consuming too many of one of those to have um, a ponytail. Again, though, Michael Hayes, no crimes as such. Just have but, my book uh, for any ponytails, did... just in case. <laughs> no, I just wouldn't let him in. Um, <laughs> I, was on, I was on the door earlier. Um, no crimes as such, but he did have a music career, uh, which well. is a logical progression from wrestling, hmm. obviously. Uh, the Freebirds. Oh, yeah. Stadium Rock. Which man? Yeah. It sounds like his favourite type of music is wrestling entrance music. Oh, Someone should walk out to that. The video clip is like it's a still shot of him, just nude with a, like a Confederate flag wrapped around his tackle. Yeah, that's it. Like the Jean-Claude Van Damme sock yeah. on the dick. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Like a oh. flat, an actual flag around his middle. So oh, okay. It's in better taste, obviously. <laughs> um, after wrestling, Hayes became a head creative writer for SmackDown. Yeah. It's written. Um, yeah. That's, that's surprised, not a good that one. That surprised me. That was the Thursday night one. So I had Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Nitro, WCW, Monday Night Raw, WWF. <laughs> Peggy's looking for a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Nick, come with me. Does We've got to go in there. Put your head there for a sec. <laughs> Does anyone else know this here? Fucking what oath. Else? This is a room full of podcast listeners. You're fucking lying. Yeah, right. If nobody here watched um, wrestling. No, man, this is the first time we've spent time indoors. Get fucked. <laughs> wrestling is sick. When you're yeah, a it's... kid, it's great. I went to one back-to-back a couple of years ago in Melbourne. Wrestling... <laughs> On a Saturday night with Milan and a few other mates. Milan is a friend of the show of a podcast, Little Dum Dum Club. And then the next day, because I like UFC now, when you're seeing actual heads get kicked, wrestling really loses its appeal. Yeah. <laughs> um, <I> just... <laughs> Makes you just... think, doesn't it? <laughs> it just really surprised me that it's written. Like, that's. Someone yeah. writes that. Like a Michael yeah. Hayes who wrote that song, no less, writes Smackdown Wrestling. Got to write the storylines and everything. Home and Away is written, man. Heaps of stuff's written, you know? Yeah, I mean, stand up's written. This surprises some people too. With regularity, I get asked, mm. is that written? Go, no, I just made no. up 10,000 words today. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a different one tomorrow. Yeah. I just riffed um, this angry poem for an hour. Uh, he wrote it. 
Uh, third off, third off the rank is Scott Hall. Oh fuck yeah, Razor Ramon, Wolfpack, come on! This is Ooh, if you know what to do here, I'll give you a dollar. No, oh man, no. Just... the same. Was it the same? Yeah. Big yeah. oh, Too sweet. Yeah, I thought it might be something more complex. So... Was... <laughs> Should have known. Hey, I didn't write it, mate. Yeah. Oh, that I'm, was su- written. That I'm was not surprised thing. the bloke that brought a Stanley knife to a podcast. <laughs> well, I'm, I had to sharpen a pencil. I'll be sharpening pencils later if anyone's. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> um, Scott Hall, right? One time, you might know this, being a massive fan. He's the be- He is a proper, proper loose unit. Well, yeah. Like a maggot at work on oxys, slurring through. Oh, yeah. But the other wrestlers like still get, trying to get it out of him. Like, come on, you know, let's yeah. fight. They just carried him out. Then they just wrote him as a drunk, which isn't yeah. really writing. They're just going, if that's what you're going to do, we'll just pretend you are one. Oh man, he has a fucking blinder on this floor. <laughs> uh, one time, Scott killed a man with a gun that he. It's fine. It wasn't. Status arrested. You joke about that, but no. Oh. Um, he'd wrestled the gun off the bloke, and it was Fuck outside yeah. a nightclub in Orlando. So all of those things conspire to make sure you don't get arrested. Um, he also. Man, you can almost guarantee an extra thirty years on your life if you just never go to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's where that's Thailand old as well. old wrestlers shouldn't. <laughs> Like a rainbow Fading in the twinkling of an eye Gone too soon um, Anyway, on a, uh, on a serious note, um, Scott Hall groped a 56-year-old woman outside a hotel in Baton Rouge in 1998. Oh, well, this has taken the fun out of everything. I mean, the fact that they put her age in there makes him sound like he was a boy. He wasn't. Um, In 2008, he was at a celebrity roast of Iranian WWF wrestler, the Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik, yeah, of course. In New Jersey. I'll make you humble, yeah. (laughs) Camel clutch. Um... (laughs) Anyway, they're in Bon Jovi's former (laughs) former working-class home. Um, comedian. When I went to school, I didn't have to avoid nuns like you did, all right? There was time for... <laughs> comedian Jimmy Graham made a joke about a dead wrestler, Owen Hart, and a drunk Hall, uh, Scott Hall, Razor Raymond, stormed the stage. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
flogged the mic, knocked over a podium and started yelling. Um, 2010, he got, he got maggot in... By the way, Owen Hart, do you know how he died? Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to it later. All right. Pretty good. Um, I know exactly. Is he the... F- yeah. <laughs> Is that him? I wrote something yeah. about it. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, Real Michael Winslow effort there. <laughs> I, was, I was looking up. Um, oh, no, it's not what you people think. It's, it's better. Um, 2010, Hall got maggot in Chul- Chuluota, Florida, obviously, and uh, started yelling at people. Cops rolled in and he resisted arrest, uh, which could mean anything over there. Um, <laughs> but he does have a fair bit of form. 2012, he got arrested for a domestic disturbance, taking his work home with him, unfortunately. Um, oh, no. Oh, fuck. That's good. Sorry. Um, <laughs> one time, Hall... This is, this is a bit more upbeat. One time, Hall... This will warm your cockles. He, he, um, he keyed a limo. American dream stuff. Like, stick it to the man until you are the man. And then you can pay people to bash someone who keyed your limo. Um, Keying a limo. Yeah. Keying a limo in Florida. Yeah. That is a pretty white trash crime. That is. Uh, Scott Hall. He wasn't on the PPV that, that was the event just before this flight, but he was on the house shows, earning himself a seat on the plane. Fuck. That, um, that's almost their fault now. They've taken him around Europe mm. from America to be on shows that those house shows, they're not recorded or anything, so it doesn't matter. Mm. That's like bringing, if you had a player in the B team who's a fucking loose unit, just bringing just him on tour yep. and then going, he was wild on the plane on the way back. <laughs> you, go, you didn't have to bring him. Nothing to lose. He wasn't on the pay-per-view. Nobody knows. Well, you wouldn't take a risk with some of these blokes, but they did. Uh, Dustin Rhodes. Gold dust. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll say their names, you say the nicknames. <laughs> You loser. Um, <laughs> his, um, his real name... This, get his real name. Virgil Runnels 3. That's his mm. name, Virgil. Yeah. Wrestler. Um, the the third. third. Yeah. Yeah. Two people have made a mistake there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame the first one, yeah. but two and three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, two-time WWE Tag Team Champion, which means sweet Fanny Adams to most of us. Mm. But um, I assume in the ring of pantomime, everyone gets a turn to win. Mm. So, I don't know anything. Like, it's villains, crowd favourites. He's behind you, shit. It's that. Like st- Stop. <laughs> it's like wiggles, but a bit more violent. <laughs> and, and for adults, somehow. Um... Next on the plane, Sean. Oh my God, it's the big red car. Next up is Sean Waltman. I don't know, Sean. Oh, X Park. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. X Pack. Yeah. Park. Does he say park? Seppos. They play Park Man (laughs) on their video games. Um, Sean Sean had an incredibly rough childhood, uh, which preceded his wrestling career. I reckon you could copy paste that into everybody mentioned in this story. What? Nobody's having a great childhood. childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, his was bad. (laughs) 
Where's Wait. my steroids and glitter? I'm off to work. I've got a fake fight to attend. Love you, Mum. Love you, Dad. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for supporting me through thanks childhood. For, thanks for reading me all those books. <laughs> thanks for using my arms as an ashtray, Dad. I've... Oh. oh my God! Here comes Dad. <laughs> oh. Um. Anyway, X Park. He he loved the sport so much. He worked for free for a while before being allowed to be an actual wrestler. A bit like most careers now. He sort of um. He suffered from many mental ailments and had a tough time. Really. Now he's a podcaster. Um, <laughs> X Park. Yeah. Ne- next up is Brock Lesnar. Fuck yeah. Oh. Actual, got into actual fighting. Uh, he was in the UFC, became UFC heavyweight champion, and then they signed a deal with USADA, the drug testing agency. And Brock said, I've actually got to go fucking wrestle again. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> this guy's got a massive Viking sword tattooed on his chest, and I assume pisses green. Oh, he, he looks like, I saw a picture of him. He looks like a, like a, like a comic book. Uh, yeah, strong man. Like you can't, couldn't draw him bigger. Um, quite a private individual is Brock, <laughs> especially compared to the others. Um, gun enthusiast, though. So, yeah, of course. Which to me is even more alarming than an extrovert who loves guns. <laughs> like you know, usually, yeah. usually that's the case in that joint. Like you, you can hear them coming because every time they're awake, they're whistling the Star Spangled Banner, <laughs> cocking a gun. You can get the fuck out of there. The quiet ones. Not but also, trusted. his lats are so big that he couldn't get his fucking arms together to hold the pistol. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of sideways action from Brock, I reckon. <laughs> Two. Um, he's, Why uh, does he need a gun? He's fucking huge. I don't know. Um, Brock, Brock was known... Brock was known as a great guy, but he did expose himself to Terry Runnels, who's the previous one's wife, Vic, Virgil's wife. I don't know what yeah, his Gold code name wife. was. Yeah. Uh, code name. When she was interviewing him, yeah, the spies. When she was interviewing him at the PPV in London, uh, she didn't like it. Um, he's since lost two years of his memory while drinking a bottle of vodka a day during his WWE days. Wow, uh, we did that once. Remember drinking a liter of vodka? Can I? Yeah, we did on the road. Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. I remembered it. Unlike I remember Brock. everything. Yeah. But Can I um, guess in those two years that he forgot? Is that when that thing happened? It's when a lot of things happened. <laughs> Mm. Makes you um, not think, doesn't it? <laughs> next, uh, next cab off the rank. You'll know this guy, Kurt Hennig. Oh yeah, Mister Perfect. Yeah, another <laughs> another self-styled good bloke. Uh, multiple champion Hennig was also on the plane. No real rap sheet to speak of. He, uh, he did have four kids, two of whom are misspelt and two of whom are wrestlers. So still plenty of time to immortalise the name. <laughs> Um, and of course, the headliner on the flight, the big man himself, Rick Flair. Woo! I dress myself in cashmere. Woo! 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 Um, I'll talk you through Rick's brief, but his his, uh, his list of biography, his biography. Uh, Rick Flair is a wrestler. Oh, hold on! <laughs> I know what we need. Rick here. Flair is a wrestler, author, businessman. Husband, father, but much smaller, much smaller font for father. <laughs> um, 
Rick, early life Rick, he was adopted to a pretty good family. Uh, By the way, you know his actual name? Richard Fleur. Yeah. Not quite the same. No. None of them are. Like, no one's born Mr. Perfect, are they? Um, lived in Minnesota, blah blah started You're telling me his name's not The Rock? Fuck. All right. Mr. and Mrs. Rock called their son The. Um, the Rock the so, Third. Yeah. My dad's The. My grandpa's The. Um... He's, uh, he's brought up in Minnesota, you know, next thing you know, he's starting screaming the prices of his clothing. And, uh, and now he's on Cameo, so naturally. Yeah. You think good. it's Nicholas Jefferson must go Cody and Luke uh, always be clothes on Heggy, but there's, there's nothing like a Ric Flair Cameo. This is the Nature Ric Flair, the 16-time World Heavyweight Champion, the original limousine riding, jet flying, kids stealing, wheeling Son of a gun, announcing the fact that I'm available on Cameo. Call out the nature boy. I will shout out happy birthdays. I will tell you if you're the man or you're not the man. I will light your life. Remember the founder of swag. Bling before bling was bling. Rick Flair drip available at Cameo now. Call me. Let's do it. Woo! <laughs> Man. And if you haven't it's... seen Ric Flair since he wrestled, I assume since the, he last wrestled, he's been staring directly into the sun. There he is. Oh, he's cool. A cook-looking individual. Some of my favourites from that, though. 16-time World Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, but the dentures are getting in the way of that. 16-time World Heavyweight Champion! <laughs> and instead of let's do it... Let's do it! Woo! <laughs> let's do it! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Diaper wearing, <laughs> beaky having, for divorce living through Rick Flair. Woo! Sun died in the opioid oh. epidemic. Woo! Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, for the cancellers, that wasn't Even me. Off. Yeah. Uh, People just listening to audio, take it easy. Um, for me, he's most Blame notable. Purdue Farmer. All right, they're in trouble. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, most notable quality for Rick for me is screaming the price of his clothing. Mm. Like he's just he just yells six hundred dollars shoes. Woo! Yeah, That's, the robe. There's oh, a, there's a, a clip of him each week talking about his robe, but it goes up more and more. He's like yeah. ten thousand dollars. And he's like, 13 and a half thousand. Woo! I assume it's like property. It's just fucking going up. The more Ric Flair wears it. He's like an auctioneer. Like, most of us wouldn't think to take our shoes off and tell people how much they cost. It's a a mad thing to do. Like, you get fucking rolled for them. You start bragging where I'm from. You've got expensive shoes. They're gone. Um, $29 um, Dunlop KT26. Woo! Luke Flair, I like it. Hey, um, <laughs> Fold up bike riding, jet star flying, woo! Um, <laughs> never been rolled for my shoes. 
Ric Flair, like it works out well, I reckon, because these days a Ric Flair cameo costs $690. Yeah, we're looking into it. I assume they fleece the 90, leaving Rick with a new pair of shoes each time. <laughs> they just send him another pair of crocodile slip-ons. But there just, you go, mate. They'd like be dazzled sneakers or something. They're not mm. fucking, they're fucking 600 bucks shoes. No such thing. Um... <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm just glad he found happiness and a little bit of humility as an old man, though. Um, <laughs> Ric Flair. I want to talk you through a few of his marriages. Oh, mate, good time. I know about him. Uh, Some great the... court documents on the internet. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Ric Flair, Nature Boy, so named for his love of the great outdoors, probably. Um, he got trail riding. Woo! Yeah. Berry picking. Woo! Tent sleeping. Son of a gun. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing it. I've had a few beers and I didn't realise how much I enjoyed doing Ric Flair. He, um, he got married in 1971 and uh, had two kids. Divorced and married again in 1983. Big year. Like, same year, divorce, marriage. Done this a few times. Um, thankfully, his second wife looked exactly like him. So it was <laughs> more likely to be a successful holy matrimony. Settling down in the hotbed of American Dreams, Charlotte, North Carolina. Fuck yes. Uh, this is when this started, we had no idea the hotbed off of info that would North be coming Carolina's out of North Carolina. Amazing. We're going to go. Um, they, had a couple, they had a couple of kids who became wrestlers in a hopeless bid to garner attention from Nature Boy himself. Mm. Um, one of them, Reed, who mm. you've previously mentioned, after a series of assault and battery charges, driving while impaired, drug possession, black tar heroin, if you want to know. Sounds that sounds even worse. Like I've I've heard heroin's fucking awesome. Bit Moorish, if anything. But what? Why? Why would you put black tar in it? That sounds like it's like mocha. Just ruin a fucking hot chocolate by chucking so coffee I, in it. Rack off. It's like a cold rock ice creamery, but yeah. for the horse. Kind <laughs> of a bit of black tar in that. Um, after all this, Reed and a few overdoses. He finally did it in 2013. Rip Reed. Mm. Uh, gone too soon. His other he's, daughter, though, Charlotte, I think she's she's mm. flying. Well, she's fine. I mean, re- before we get off Reed, his favourite band was Guns N' Roses. Um, <laughs> Rick said, in hindsight, he may have been a better off being a father rather than a best friend to Reed. Mm. Oh, well, Rick, you live and learn. Yeah. Um, well, one of you does. Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck am I getting grown? So I won't have it, Sydney. Yeah, I've, uh, I haven't gotten any. By the way, I did take one of the divorce settlements. I think it's from the second wife. There was a, there was a lot of stuff in here. Oh, yeah, it is. Abandoning the family, failing to provide love or affection, slapping, kicking, choking, pulling hair, demeaning and pup, terrible stuff. But then in here was uh, crippling them financially because of his spendthrift ways. They're out of pints, are they? <laughs> Where's yours, Heggy? <laughs> now, it does say a lot about our listeners that we turned up and there was v- fucking racks of handle pints mm. and then they go, they're gone. They yeah, run out. Everyone, yeah. I love it. Uh, crippling them financially because of his spendthrift ways, followed by... Starting a fist fight with his son Reed at a wedding reception, mm. taking his son to a strip club and serving him alcohol, and then opening up wrestling scars in order to appear bloody after he called the police on her. Whoa. Which is why I assume Heggy carries a Stanley knife around. 
Got to play to your skills. Um, <laughs> nothing like biffing on with your son at a wedding and then taking him to the Rippers to try and just fucking sort it all out. I'd love it if that's the same night. <laughs> oh, just uh, sort this out at the Rippers, mate. <laughs> um, 2006, another big year for Rick. Divorced uh, from her and married yet again that same year. Fuck yeah. Amazing. Bit of a spring in his step. Just while you're filling out forms. Just keep going, I reckon. Yeah. Might as well while you're down there. (laughs) Um, Rick opened up a business in September 2007. Opened up a business? A wrestler? What do you reckon it was called? Jim's Mowing. I'll give you... (laughs) Jim's Mowing, Charlotte. I'll give you $500 if you tell me what this business was called. It's good. If it's Ric Flair's limousine riding service, fuck, I'd be wrapped. Nah. Nah, the world's not nice enough for that. It's got his name in it. Of course, It's Ric Flair something. Uh, I've just given it... I'm never going to guess it, am I? You might. Nah. Ric Flair finance. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Superannuation (laughs) adding. Investment heaven. Woo! Trust fund writing. And if you're going to rip for financial advice you've, and you're not going for a laugh at the yeah. appointment, there's some problems. Man, if your investment plan has had two divorces, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Better uh, buying this... Beanie Babies than going to that. <laughs> this, will, this will surprise you. Nine months later, uh, Rick, Rick Flair Finance filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, tumultuous couple of years. <laughs> Bankruptcy applying, woo! <laughs> no business having, woo! Um, in uh, in two thousand nine, Rick managed to get divorced and married again that year, oh, uh, for the fourth time. Real, tar- like a, real Tarzan style. Oh yeah, he's like a fucking monkey. Grab the next vine. Amazing. During this marriage, I, I've, I've got a feeling Rick doesn't like sitting with his own thoughts. I don't know. If he had many, I don't know what he'd... <laughs> um, during this ma- it's during this mar- marriage that tragedy struck Rick in the oh, form no. of Reed, one yeah. of his sons overdosing in 2013. He was a good oh, wrestler Rick. too, old Reed. Reed? Yeah, I knew nothing about him, but I saw... Uh, he was he trying to get him good. in, trying to get him into the WWE. Mm. Kept pissing hot for the drugs. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> they don't all. That's just him, just Reed, yeah. got picked on for that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, take it like your kid going doing that. That's a bit grim. Like, take your son to work day, fine. But like, you know, <laughs> you want them to be better than you, don't you? Um, when when Rick, that's why we've set a low bar. Very much so. Um, when when Reed went uh, to heaven, Rick has thought, "Oh, why God did you take my son away?" Mm. But then it occurred to Nature Boy oh, that it makes, it makes perfect sense. Actual God. Had his son taken from him, so why not Rick? Um, and the general consensus was, if um, hey Jesus, in my toughest times, yeah, why was there only one set of footprints in the stand? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, I was about to tombstone pole drive with the bloke I was holding on to. <laughs> Woo! Um, Rick's general consensus was, look, if he didn't die, my daughter may never have become a champion. Um, hey, good, good spin. If, yeah, if only I could have figured out I was on the wrong path before a boy had to die, but every cloud. Um, 
this... That's just a side aspect. I'm talking about the marriages here. This one... Who would have thought that like, the warning start of this show would be the positive bit? <laughs> <laughs> this one... This one started... This one lasted five years. Pretty good. That's a fucking lifetime mm. as far as a wrestler goes in marriages. He, then he sensibly... Um, he got divorced and then he took four <laughs> years off. Oh, there we go. Single. Before diving straight back into his fifth wife, <sighs> Wendy, in 2018. And this was a... This was a beautiful ceremony which occurred in a Florida resort. Oh, Florida, Rick. Which saw Rick entering, entering the, uh, the arena slash wedding to, to the song Rick Flair Drip. Which he does have a part in. Hey, this is for all my kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a gun. Imagine thinking for your fifth marriage the best song to walk down the aisle to is a song with your own name in it Mm. and then you're referenced in it Ric Flair drip go woo on a bitch Yeah. (laughs) I I assume he's one of those rare men who makes the bride wait at the altar for him like when... (laughs) You know when you know when Hasselhoff got. Oh married? my God! Here comes the groom. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember when Hasselhoff got married and he parachuted in? Oh, sick! And he had like a he had like a full yellow jumpsuit. He's, oh he's, he's ripped it off and there's a tux underneath. That's the oh sort of dude we're talking about here. How do um, I not know that? Oh, I'll send you the footage. It's great. Um, <laughs> Of, of Rick's fifth wedding, Rick live-streamed part of it, obviously. Oh, sick. And, uh, and then in January 2022, they separated. Oh, uh, COVID. Rick... <laughs> wow. Rick said the ceremony was just a joke. It wasn't real. <laughs> even, even though The Undertaker was there to, <laughs> to solemnise the whole thing by his presence. You know, you know, you've had so many marriages, you go, now the last one, I've, fucking, I've done my two times tables, I'm, I'm halving everything. Yeah. I've done it four times. And I'll f- that was a joke. There's no way she's getting half. Um, Guys, I had my own not successful financial company. She's not getting anything. Yeah. Well, you see, these people always manage to turn a bark. They've, they're fine. Appearance yeah, of course. $600 Ric Flair. The Venture Ric Flair. Oh. The 16-time World Heavyweight Champion. Let's do it. Woo! Was that his I do? <laughs> Let's do it! Woo! I mean, either way, let's all just hope that number six is out there somewhere. <laughs> just, just waiting for the love of her life to allow her to help heave, heave him off the toilet and apply some hemorrhoid cream. Um, 16 time divorce losing! Woo! <laughs> He's just trying to match his heavyweight champions yeah. with wives. Rick, um, Rick's a long-term supporter of North Carolina Republicans, like you. Um, <laughs> in, um, in 2008, he lent his voice to Huckabee in the presidential race. 2016, he liked Ted Cruz. Um, he also said that he was, he was going to run for president himself. Woo! And I will give you, I'll give you $1,000 that I don't have if you tell me who his running mate is slash was going to be. Oh, Triple H? No, I've, I've never heard of this person. There's, there's your hint. 
I mean, that's why I said a wrestler. Uh, no, it's not a wrestler. It's a rapper, Whacker Flock of Flame. Oh, Whacker Flock! Let's say. Surprise out of the winning formula. Um, wow. Now, I reckon Rick really Flair. Really does make Rick Flair look better, though. Oh, I don't know that anything. You know what I mean? If you have an actual politician next to you, they're all going to say, well, you're more. That yeah, person's obviously. more qualified than you. Yeah. So, all right, Rick, who is it? Waka Flucker Flame. Yeah. All right, you got us. <laughs> I don't know that anything makes him look better. Rick Flair, to me, he looks like when, an, you know, an old man who's never shown any gay tendencies just ends up wearing fucking satin paisley gowns and, <laughs> like, bedazzled shoes and shit, like, just for reasons best known on themselves. They just start wearing... Yeah. He looks like that. Like, it's, it's very strange. But, but he's he wore no, glittery he's all, robes, he's like, like sequin robes all his life. Yeah, I know. It's wrestling. But some old blokes end up in that, that stuff and they don't really know. Or so, they just, you know how old men just wear funny yeah. shit, whatever's lying around. Well, it's either that or rivers. You know, there's not a lot of options for the... Yeah. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a fucking bedazzled robe. Yeah, fine. I, I, saw, I remember one time I saw a bloke I thought was really tough, but then I saw him rollerblading. <laughs> changed everything. Um... Anyway, when there's too much cash in your life, you just make a few fashion faux pas. The, like your mate, like that fucking Irish boxer. Conor McGregor? Yeah. Oh. He's got some terrible clothing. Yeah, of course. Expensive, but terrible. Um, wrestling's, give wrestling's any, got a bit of a Mardi Gras element. Give every... <laughs> it you, you wouldn't know. If you drop people in the Mardi Gras parade or wrestling, you wouldn't know. Oh. Go, yeah, hold on, there's really ripped dudes in little shorts. Yeah. Having a great time. Oh, just before this show, Skinner put the fucking smoke machine on. The, the fireys turned up. I thought they... I didn't know what if they were fireys or strippers. Wouldn't have a clue. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> this concludes Flight from Hell Part 1. Tune in next week for Flight from Hell Part 2. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.